everyone. Welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in the book of the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 2. And what I'd like to do is share verses 6 through 10 with you. And then let's talk just for a few minutes today about eating the Word of God. Son of man, do not fear them or their words. Don't be afraid even though their threats surround you like nettles and briars and stinging scorpions. Do not be dismayed by their dark scowls, even though they are rebels. You must give them my message, whether they listen or not, but they won't listen, for they are completely rebellious. Son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not join them in their rebellion. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked and saw a hand reaching out to me. It held a scroll, which he unrolled, and I saw that both sides were covered with funeral songs, words of sorrow, and pronouncements of doom. So Ezekiel, right here at the beginning of the book of Ezekiel, he is receiving his calling as a prophet of the Lord, one who will deliver the word of God, one who God is using to call the people back to himself to repent of their sin and their rebellion and to come back to him. Now, if you'll remember, Ezekiel is a priest, and this calling comes to him as he's, he's by the river in Babylon. This word comes to him in his 30th year. Seems to me that it went, may well have even been on his 30th birthday. And what's significant about that is, is that that would be the age when he would have been installed as a priest in the temple. And it seems to me that he may well have been there by the river uh, mourning, grieving over the loss of his calling. But he finds, as, as it seems to me most of us do, that his calling from the Lord is not, um, not what he first thinks. The, the timing of God's calling him seems to me is communicating, I know how you longed to serve in the temple. I know how you longed to do that. And, and in fact, um, I, I know your grief. And, and what I, what I want to communicate to you is that you still have a calling, that I still intend for you to be a minister of my word, not, not maybe in the way that you thought you were going to be, that you hoped you would be, but nonetheless, you have a divine calling upon your life. Now, God gives him the Holy Spirit, and this is very significant because it's by the Holy Spirit that Elijah is able to stand. It will be by the power of the Holy Spirit that Elijah will be able to fulfill his calling. God will speak by His Spirit into his heart and mind, giving him the Word of God. It's by the Spirit that God would encourage him, empower him, lead him, guide him. And, and the Lord is clear about us. And as we're thinking about the application of the Scripture to our lives, God is clear with us uh, in His Word about all believers, that, that all believers are given the gift of the Holy Spirit that all believers have a high calling in Jesus Christ. Not just a few of us, not just a, a select few as in the Old Testament, 
receive the Holy Spirit, but all followers of Jesus Christ receive the Spirit. All followers of Jesus Christ have a calling to the ministry of Christ. So I'd like to share just briefly from three different scriptures here. Let's walk through these from the New Testament. First of all, from the book of Acts chapter 2, uh, beginning in verse 16, verses 16 to 18. Know what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. Then we turn to 1 Corinthians, to chapter 12, and I'd like to share verses 4 to 6 with you. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same God. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. So you see, all believers receive the Holy Spirit. This is the fulfillment of God's prophecy through Joel. God says you will all receive the Holy Spirit as you put your faith in Jesus Christ. You will all prophesy. You will all be given words from the Lord, right? You will, you will see dreams and visions from ministry. Here in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, it says that God works in different ways through each of us. God gives spiritual gifts to each of us as is determined by the Spirit, but God who does the work in all of us. And then I'd also like to share with you from 1 Peter. This is chapter 2, beginning in verse 9. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful light. And so you see, friends, this calling of the Lord upon all of us and the empowering of the Lord by the Spirit. Uh, this is not just for a select few, as, as in the Old Testament, but in fact, for all who believe in Jesus Christ. And we are all called to eat the Word of God. That is, we are not simply called to read the Word. We are not simply called to hear the Word, but we are called to observe the Word, follow the Word, absorb the Word into our hearts and minds. We are called to take in and to fully appropriate the truth of the Word of God in our lives, to allow the Word of God to change us, to shape us. And, and so this language of, of eating the scroll, of eating the Word of God, what God gives him, it is symbolic, but friends, this, this could not be more real. It is a spiritual reality. I, I couldn't help but think about what David says in Psalm 119. This is verse 103. How sweet your words taste to me. They are sweeter than honey. And friends, this is the attitude of those who belong to Christ, those who love the Lord, also love His Word. It is like, 
It is like eating sweet honey. The Word of God is sweet to the taste of our souls. And, and, and not only, not only is, is this symbol used of the Word of God, but friends, it's not a coincidence that Jesus chooses to use the symbol of bread and of wine and our, our partaking, our eating uh, of the bread and drinking the wine as symbolic of appropriating His presence and grace. What we're talking about, of course, is the sacrament of communion. The, the, he, he actually brings us to this gospel feast and He says, this is my body broken for you. Not, not literally physically His body, but of course spiritually. This is my body broken for you. This is my blood shed for you. And by partaking, friends, we are appropriating the grace of Jesus Christ. We are receiving, accepting His presence, His mercy, His leadership over our lives. We're, we're saying, you have done this for me. Your body broken, your blood poured out for me, and I am receiving, I am receiving that, that grace, that sacrifice for me. And so friends, let us hear the, the, the calling of God to eat the Word, that is, to absorb, that is, to appropriate the fullness of the Word of God and, and, and to appropriate the, the grace of Jesus Christ, not just to hear about it, not just to see about it, not just to observe it from afar, but to absorb, to take in the truth of God and His Word, the truth of Jesus Christ, the living Word, the Son of God. And may it be so in His holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.